Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, so Lombardi Line here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We're brought to you by BetMGM as we welcome you in. Happy Father's Day. It's got the 122nd U.S. Open final round today. It's going to be windy. It's going to be cold there at Brookline. So we'll get to that coming up in just a little bit with Wes Reynolds. You see our buddy Josh Applebaum sitting in for Michael Lombardi here on the Lombardi line. Perspective is the theme today. We had hoped those in New England had hoped to have a game seven as far as the NBA finals. So we're trying to bring some positivity. That means coming out of every break, Josh gives us some good news about New England. Go for it, Josh. Yeah, so Patrick, I'm excited about this one. You may not know this about me, but before I got into the sports betting world, I actually wanted to be a sports writer, a sports reporter. I wanted to cover the Red Sox or the Bruins or the Patriots or the Celtics as an English major, Patrick. So my favorite authors hail from Massachusetts. So know you're, I know you love this guy, Edgar Allan Poe from Massachusetts. Hell yeah. Nathaniel Hawthorne, who wrote The Scarlet Letter, also from Massachusetts. Dr. Seuss. But two of my favorites, Patrick, if, every, if you're having some bad beats, things are getting you down, life's difficult, go find a spot, a quiet spot in nature and be a transcendentalist. Ralph Waldo Emerson, uh, as well as, as da Henry David Thoreau, both from Massachusetts and really respecting the land, being at one with nature. You have a bad beat, Patrick, go find a spot in the desert and you can be a transcendentalist. You just went from Edgar Allan Poe, who liked to get loose, you know what I'm saying, to Thoreau and Emerson, who were hippies. So that is quite a contrast, but that's what's great about New England, even though they ruined our Father's Day. Uh, as we get it going, speaking, the Brown season could be ruined and uh, awkward transition, but let's be real here. And I keep on saying it Deshaun Watson's not going to play a football game this year. It'd be interesting to see if the suspension carries over a year. Plus the Washington post is reporting the NFL prior to the preseason prior to, prior to training camp. Pardon me. They're going to levy the suspension against the 26 year old starter there with the Browns. They gave him the guaranteed money. A lot of it deferred from year one. But the league's probably going to seek a one full season suspension for Watson. 
The Associated Press says a decision is expected before training camp. The person told the AP that the NFL has learned from past mistakes of leniency in cases involving violence or sexual assault against women and that the allegations against Watson are severe enough to warrant a strict penalty. This harkens back to, of course, Ray Rice, when your boy Goodell sat down with Ray and said, all right, we'll hit you with a four-game suspension. And then the horrific video came out of him dragging his fiance, I believe at the time, uh, in Atlantic City uh, out of that elevator, and he got hit with an indefinite suspension. W good point made yesterday on the show. What happened with Trevor Bauer getting the two-year suspension? That's going to loom over the NFL. They have to do something drastic here. It's interesting because the Browns are still your fa betting favorite at plus one, 180 in that meat grinder of a north. But Deshaun Watson, I want to prepare football fans. He's not going to be playing football this year, Josh. Yeah, I think you're totally right, Patrick. And a couple of things you mentioned, the reasons why you're looking at a really lengthy suspension here is uh, number one, the NFL, as you mentioned, has gotten a lot of hot water previously by not being, you know, uh, giving enough stern punishments for people who do things that are against the protocol. And if you look at the NFL handbook and, you know, Patrick, our, our colleague, Mike Pritchard, a co-host of mine, I'm betting across America. He always would mention the conduct policy. And if you do anything that kind of gives the league a bad name or makes the league look bad, you're going to be held accountable for that. So whether that's a domestic abuse, whether that's that's, you know, Tom Brady deflating his footballs, Patrick. Again, we can joke around with that, but these are serious issues. And I think you kind of saw maybe something like this coming because the way Watson's uh, contract was structured, it was the biggest guaranteed money and one of the biggest deals ever. But I think it had something like he only got a million dollars this year. So they kind of, it sounded to me like maybe they knew this was coming. Maybe they didn't think it was going to be a full year. Maybe it was going to be a, you know, an eight game suspension, something like that. But I think, you know, even though the, the rules have changed a bit with uh, Goodell, where he used to be judge, jury, executioner, there's more of a panel now. I think there's a, you know, a players association guy, a league guy, and then kind of a, uh, someone who's kind of unbiased down the middle. So, but everything you're hearing is it's going to be maybe a full year here. Watson now could miss the second straight year of his career in his prime here. I think as betters, what I want to think about is just really not touching any of these futures here with the Cleveland Browns. A lot of them are off the board. You really don't find any books that have win totals. I think, you know, the odds makers are kind of saying, hey, we don't know what's going to happen here. So why put out a number that maybe is going to be soft where maybe if we have a too high of a win total and Watson's out all year and it's Jacoby Brissett or Baker Mayfield, we'll get hammered with a lot of under money. Again, you do it too low. Maybe the suspension isn't that bad. They get hit with a lot of a lot of over money the other way. So again, to me, Cleveland Browns, I'm not touching this team in any way. Wins totals, futures. Uh, week one, inter interestingly, uh, Patrick, they're on the road at Carolina. They open as high as like minus four and a half. They're down to minus three, and now some of these shops are off the board. So again, Watson, as you mentioned, could miss the entire year. To me, that's a don't touch any of these futures with Cleveland right now. Yeah, and Elliot's whispering in my ear, the market is moving here. BetMGM now has, you said the Ravens at plus 165 is your betting favorite in the North. Thank you, Elliot. And then you've got the Browns at plus 250. So they have flipped from your favorite in division. No surprise here. Look, the bottom line is, and I'll give you the yes, no on the Browns making the postseason uh, with Deshaun. This is a playoff team without Deshaun. This is not a playoff team. Jacoby Brissett. It's pretty simple. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is not going to lead you to the postseason. I do like the Baker chip situation. They owe him 18 million and the Panthers are stalking Baker right now, trying to get Haslam to pay some of that cash. So we'll see what happens with Baker. Uh, you know, Jadavion Clowney came back. He had nine sacks. Oppo Garrett yesterday, their win, win rate with the two of them was top four in the NFL. But the interesting quote from Jadavion Clowney when he came back with the Browns, he said he came back because of Deshaun Watson. 
Uh, awkward. Does anybody want to tell him? <laughs> I mean, what are you what are you thinking? Of course, Watson right now facing 24 active civil lawsuits. There's a rumor. There's more coming. I don't deal in the speculation, but that is what I read this morning. It's a team that's ready to go. I mean, the defense really was awesome last year. The defense is only going to get better. They kept Cleveland in it. Uh, they gave Denzel Ward the massive extension. Uh, I, it's, you know, Chubb, Kareem Hunt's looking for a contract, but they're loaded. Uh, Amari Cooper in the mix, a tremendous offensive line. There's a lot of reasons to like Cleveland, but there's a lot of question marks because the quarterback situation is up in the air, to say the least. You're exactly right, Patrick. And again, you know, looking into this team coming from last year, they were a really trendy over win total yes, team. I think they were 10 or 10 and a half, something like that, Patrick. And this is a team that, you know, obviously ended the year where you gave the Chiefs a run for their money. I think that was the game. What well, weren't they up, Patrick? Mahomes got hurt and Chad Henney had to make one play there, uh, you know, to win it. And he did, you know, to his credit here. But again, you have a good offense. You have a really good offensive line. You got a great two headed monster with Chubb and Kareem Hunt. You're bringing Amari Cooper, by the way. Uh, your defense looks pretty good with Ward and with Garrett. But again, this is a league and, you know, we're betting on sports. It's always the quarterback is the most important position, you know, goaltender in hockey, starting pitcher in baseball. But if this is a Jacoby Brissett team, again, I don't think you're going too far with Watson. Obviously, you're much better. But again, the fact of the way that that contract was structured tells me that Cleveland, they're taking a big PR hit here, giving him so much money. They said they did this you know, due diligence with researching all these issues, and yet you're seeing more of these pop up. So uh, it's kind of a tough spot reputation-wise for the Browns, but maybe they're playing the long game saying, hey, he's still only, what is he, 26, Patrick? Still a young player here. Got a lot of years ahead. If he can get behind this, you know, you're a pretty good football team. If he can go, you know, starting next year, maybe. I actually like Josh. You want to take a look? Let's go ahead and throw the board up. I like that our board is not necessarily correct because it gives you an idea of how quickly the market shifts. You see there, BetMGM, we've got division odds at plus 200. So two to one, they're now two and a half to one. So as the news starts to come out and the leaks, as far as the suspension starts to come out, you're going to see those numbers lengthen as far as the Cleveland Browns odds. What's interesting is if Deshaun Watson was in the mix, a soft launch with this schedule, right? They're at the Panthers. No, they shouldn't be four and a half point favorites. In fact, I think it's closer to three, three and a half. Now, Josh week one is a toss up. You know, don't take the reputation or take what you think of these football teams. For example, for example, Philly in Detroit, that is an Island week one NFL betting is an Island. So just remember, treat those differently, but look at the soft launch for the Cleveland Browns they are at the Panthers. They should pick up a win there. They host the jets. They host the Steelers and they're at the Falcons. I don't know across the 32, if there's an easier open to a schedule than the Browns have looking at it right there. Yeah, I think it's a great point by you, Patrick, because again, if Watson's healthy and you got, you know, the Panthers, the Jets, the Steelers, they, you know, they could be interesting here, you know, depending on if it's Trubisky or, you know, Pickett, who you drafted, but the Falcons have one of the lowest win totals in the NFL, you know, Chargers, Patriots, those are a little bit more difficult games. Your buy is kind of in the middle of the year, which uh, is a benefit here to kind of break up your season a bit. But I think, you know, on the one hand, it's like, okay, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with Watson. A lot of these numbers are off the board. So what can we do? We got to just sit tight and do nothing. I'd go the other way, Patrick, if this is true which we expect it to be you're reading a lot of reports again you could miss the whole year then who benefits from that patrick it's the other teams in their division yep. so you're looking at you know the ravens here who battled and, and really had a pretty decent year despite all their injuries uh, last year when you had the backup quarterback huntley even keeping you close and covering numbers late but i'll be looking at the cincinnati bengals i know it's tough super bowl hangover you lose and have to come back the next year but their win total is nine and a half 
juiced up over minus 120. This Joe Burrow team going into what his third year now, the connection with Jamar Chase, the Jamar Chase, they loaded up uh, on their defense and the draft and free agency. I think one way is again dismiss the Browns now, but maybe buy low on the Cincinnati Bengals right now, Patrick. Over nine and a half, minus one twenty. I think that's a ten win team with Burrow and the experience coming off that championship I, run. I think they're getting disrespected. I totally agree with you. And when I worked with Pritch the other day, of course, played nine seasons in the NFL. He said what he loved about the Bengals is they weren't shook in the Super Bowl. They weren't overwhelmed. So I don't understand the market necessarily. Uh, being disrespectful to that Bengal team because you expect them to continue to carry that momentum from making a run at the Super Bowl. That's I mean, yeah, it makes it completely not bothered by the big moment. And that's what you like to see. I mean, Burrow's just built different. He really is. And again, if he can stay healthy, what was the one thing against that Titans, you know, in that playoff game, he gets sacked nine times. You solidify your offensive line here. Now the other team, the Baltimore Ravens, they're intriguing. They're nine and a half over minus minus one fifty. So markets really expecting a 10 win team, a 10 win season here from the Ravens. And what a lot of people look at Patrick Pythagorean and, you know, points for points against fumbles, turnovers, that team stayed afloat despite all those injuries. Maybe those, maybe you get a good year based on injuries. I'd look to the 10 wins. Yeah, the Ravens were decimated. You nailed it with injuries. And by the way, don't say I'm not battle tested. I've got Femi in the corner over here having an allergy meltdown while I'm trying to host. Okay. (laughs) Sneezing, coughing. I played through it and I love Femi, but my man's got to get some Zyrtec or whatever it is. We're coming back with some baseball plays. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app.
Okay, it's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM Sports has all your favorite wagering options. Go in-game, boosted odd specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip ring that state-issued ID and open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology. Fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years or older, physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-522-4700. And I know that you have to be physically located in Nevada because I took a car ride on one of my off days out to Los Angeles last week, Josh. And I pulled over to the side of the road to make a bet on my BetMGM app, but I was out in Nevada. So what did I do? Off-ramp, turned around, went back to Prim, and, and placed my bets because I can't take a four-hour four drive and have the rest of the day ahead of me without any action. That's not happening, Applebaum. Oh, well, welcome to our life in Massachusetts as sports bettors, Patrick. If you think that's bad, I mean, we're used to that by now. Hopefully, Massachusetts will finally, you know, come to their senses here and legalize sports betting as literally every single surrounding New England state is pretty much legal. And all my friends, they always, you know, lament NFL Sunday. You know, all the games kick off at 1. It's noon. You got to drive 20 minutes up to the New Hampshire border. There's actually a gas station right over the border, Patrick, where a bunch of my friends go. They'll get a Dunks coffee. I know this is Massachusetts show here. Get your Dunks coffee, put in your bets in the New Hampshire Sportsbook apps, then you come back down. Now you can do the same thing New York, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine even legalized betting. So we have until July 31st. The Massachusetts House and Senate both have a differing bill. The argument right now is whether or not to allow betting on college sports. You know, newsflash, you better allow that. You're never going to have a robust market if you don't allow college betting here. But Patrick, it's the life of a Massachusetts sports better. You experienced it having to go over the border just to get down. Yeah, 100%. And so the update from Massachusetts, you're supposed to bring positive perspective, by the way, on Massachusetts today. So I won't <laughs> kill you for talking about the fact that you can't get down legally there. Our other network, Marquee Sports Network, up in the Midwest, you can get down essentially everywhere. What is the holdup with Massachusetts and do you expect sports betting to be legalized soon? So I'm thinking maybe this is finally it, Patrick. But again, I've been Lucy with the football since 2018 when PASPA was overturned, seeing every other state but my state legalize here. But you're kind of reading the tea leaves. You, you have actually for the first time, both houses, the, the House and the Senate both have their own bill. It's the first time that both have passed their own bill. But now you got to you know come to an agreement. You got to find a way to reconcile this. I believe the House uh, wants to allow you know, credit cards, using credit cards to get down. I don't really think that's a good idea because sometimes if you're uh, you know gambling addiction or Bad things happen. You can really dig a hole there. So I'd limit it only to debit cards. But it's just an argument left and right here, Patrick. You know, trying to find a way to, to come to an agreement here. We have so many, you know, all the Boston sports teams are behind it. You know, will there be a, a sports book at Fenway Park or Gillette Stadium or the Garden? DraftKings obviously is located in New England here. So maybe this is finally it. You know, July 31st is the deadline here, Patrick. Some people are telling me that that's, that this will happen. But again, until it actually happens, uh, I'm going to be a little bit cautious. But I think this could finally be it. I would just like to say to Visa and MasterCard, I don't agree with Josh. So if you'd like to sponsor us here, get a hold of Bill AD. Uh, all of a sudden, he's got credit card takes on a son of Father's Day Sunday. What the hell's going on over there? All right, let's start. Let's get into the, the Major League Baseball board today. You're going to start with the Rays, Josh. 
Yeah, Tampa Bay Rays. I'm going to go with the Rays in this one, Patrick. They actually um, you know, struggled a little bit here. They lost three in a row to the Yankees. They've split the first two against the uh, against the Orioles here. They lost the first one, one nothing. You bounced back yesterday with a 7-6 win. But I'm going to ride Tampa Bay today. This is a good pitching matchup in favor of the Rays. You have Corey Kluber. Uh, who's pitching great. He's got a 3.5 ERA against Jordan Lyles, ERA around 5. Tampa Bay open around a minus 125 short favorite. They're all the way up to minus 150. So that's one of these bigger moves here today uh, that really jumped out to me in favor of Tampa Bay. And if you look at these road favorites, mentioned it before, but 64%, seven, uh, 7.5% ROI. But if you are a favorite who made the playoffs last year against an opponent who did not, you're 269 and 143, 65% around a 4% ROI. You'd also match with Tampa Bay, uh, good against right-handed pitchers, 27 and 22. Baltimore, just 17 and 25 against righties. I'm going to back the Rays here, see if they can win this rubber match today, Patrick. Okay, Josh, I wanted to circle back to Miami and New York and just talk about the importance of timing and sports betting because I was able to get seven as far as the total today. And we talked about taking the under there. Alcantara has been, look, he's in the mix. I think he's three and a half to one to win the NL Cy Young, uh, that being Alcantara. He striking out more batters. As I mentioned, over the last 55 innings pitched, I want you to pay attention here, five earned runs, 51 strikeouts, seven straight quality starts. And when I say quality, I'm talking top-notch. Alcantara has been just absolutely unconscious. And then you look at the Mets, Bassett on the bump, his last time out on Tuesday, eight innings pitched, none earned, seven strikeouts against the Brewers. So this is a light-hitting Marlins team. And again, you mentioned the wind blowing in here. I love the seven. We still have it posted seven, but I'm looking now. And this, again, the importance of timing, everybody's six and a half on the total for the most part. And I'm glad you brought this up, Patrick, because also using our VEASAN.com splits, again, go to that website, go to that link there. It's going to show you all the bets and dollars. If you're a data-driven guy like me, you're looking at bets, dollars, and line movement. So, for example, here, this one, you have 74% of bets taking the over in this game, yet the line fell. So only 26% of bets under, but it's taking in almost half the money. So right from a low bets, higher dollar, you know, liability, reverse line move standpoint, a lot of uh, movement here toward the under. But I think to your point, you know, if you don't bet baseball every day, you're like seven, six and a half. Who cares? It's not a big deal. Oh, it's a, a huge six nothing deal. game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And again, a one nothing game. Who cares? You know, again, it's not a big deal, but this it's so important getting the right number. And Patrick, you always do a great job of explaining this. You know, a lot of sports bettors, they just always want to get the best number. That's kind of the number one thing here. So if you got an under seven, you're feeling good right now. You're beating the closing line CLV. If you can get that closing line value, you're not get, it's not going to guarantee a winner, but over the long haul, if you're consistently beating the closing number, you're going to be on the right side long term. It also means you're reading the market correctly. But now it's six and a half. Again, it, it, you feel like it's not a big deal, but if this is a five to two game, a seven nothing game where you miss the under seven, you play the under six and a half and it lands on seven and you lose, that's going to be, you know, stick with you and always remind you, hey, try to get the best of it. What I would do if you like this under, you know, it's a 140 game. We're still, you know, a couple hours away. Wait to see if it ticks back up. A lot of times you'll have, you know, conflicting movement. You'll get hit to and under, maybe some buyback over six and a half. If the seven pops up again, wait it out, jump on it if you can find it. And of course, have multiple outs. That way, if there is a, you know, kind of a book hanging a seven, you can still take advantage. You know, it's so interesting. You brought that up as far as the difference between seven and six and a half for professional betters. You mentioned close closing line value, getting the best of it. It was so fun. A couple of very good friends that are professionals. I always joke with them. They'd rather have the best of the number than win their bet <laughs> because it's, I don't know if it's a pride thing, but it really is just about being consistent and gradually grinding out a profit and five cents here or there, a half a point here or there. 
a half a run here or there. I mean, that's going to make a difference for those that are putting their careers on the line being as far as professional betters. You have to be so meticulous, so fastidious with the prices and the numbers. It's just super important. So I'm, I'm glad you brought that up as well. And I always say timing and temperament. Uh, timing the market, it's not easy to do, but getting the best of it is part of that. And then temperament for a sports better. You're going to get shook. You're going, you're going to go on tilt. You're going to get frustrated after a bad loss. And it's very important to stay in your shoes and not chase. It's so important, Patrick. Again, bankroll management. We always stress at VEASAN.com. Set your bankroll. That's your disposable income. Always make the joke of if I lit your bankroll on fire, Patrick, yes, that would stink. But would you be okay? Bitcoin already you- did that. Just yeah, want to be exactly. very clear. Be very clear. <laughs> Bitcoin already let, lit my, my whole entire savings on fire. Go ahead, Josh, please. <laughs> Well, no, I was just going to say it's so important here, you know, getting the best of it. And also, you know, it's it's difficult to predict because, again, the market can move in directions that maybe you think it's, it's an overplay, but it gets, gets hit to the under or vice versa. But always pay attention to the juice because the juice will give you a little bit of a signal, a little bit of an indication. So, for example, that total open at seven. All those sevens early, and again, pay attention to the overnight lines as soon as they drop, but that seven opened under seven, minus 115, so liability to the under. Then if you see that minus 115 under, go to minus 120, minus 125. That's telling you, okay, we're trending down to six and a half. Is it a guarantee you go down to six and a half? No, but you're trending in that direction. So if you start to see the juice really, really get more expensive and rise one way or the other, that's letting you know which way the wind is blowing and kind of indicating to you, hey, if you like that under seven, you probably should hit it now because it's getting juiced up so much to the under, it's probably going to fall to six and a half. Okay, good news. As we continue with the positive perspective, the Boston Celtics are out, but the Boston Red Sox, dirty water. Since May 15th, they've been the best team in baseball. Alex Gore is a hell of a manager. He's going to get this team squared away. When we come back, Josh is going to have a play. St. Louis in town to take on the Sox. Also, you've got a play on the Twins, Diamondbacks. I do as well. Interested to see what side you're on there. And we have to get to this Detroit Tiger team who had scored, I don't know, 160 runs through 64 games and yesterday plated 14 runs. And today they're a big time dog at home. Dunning on the bump for Texas. Hutchinson on the bump for Detroit. Riley Green, one of the top prospects in baseball, made his debut yesterday. Went two for three, two walks as well. So a little juice at Comerica Park on this Father's Day Sunday. Do you want to tease us in just 20 seconds here? Will you be fading the Red Sox? My assumption is no. Uh, no, I have a reason why, Patrick, and I don't want to rub it in too much, but Javier Baez, give him all that money he's hitting. He's hitting a buck 92. What's going on with your boy there, Patrick? I thought the vibes were positive today, Josh. <laughs> Just checking in on you because I'm being nice to you, and you turn around and throw Javi Baez at me. We're back. <laughs> Summer special, it's here. Are you kidding me, AD? 19 bucks? We're gonna give you everything through July for $19, including VSIN's daily best bets, Adam Burke with the baseball, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, including live, make you some cash, UFC, USFL, NASCAR. It's the full VSIN experience, plus you get point spread weekly every Wednesday. I'm gonna tell you something right now. Mar- Marquis Nesson, pay attention. $19 for point spread weekly, which drops every Wednesday, is worth it. You're going to learn. You're going to become more sophisticated as a better. It's $19. So you can afford it. Go to vcin.com slash summer. 
vcin.com slash summer. It was like $39. Inflation. Am I right? <laughs> Got you back here. Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. I'm Patrick Maher. On this Father's Day, Josh Applebaum sitting in for Michael Lombardi. And one thing I am proud of you about, Josh, aside from ruining our Sunday here with the no Celtics, one thing I am <laughs> proud, when I said happy Father's Day and you gave a shout out to uh, Kenny, your father, I'm, I'm proud you didn't call yourself a fur dad because you have a dog, because these people running around, I have a dog and my dog's lit. I love Jeezy. That ain't a kid. All right. And I've seen kids. They're terrors. She's fine. She's just chilling right now. She'll sleep until I get home. Kids right now, they'd be lighting the house on fire. So there's a different <laughs> vibe with a dog and kid, but some people get a little bit too into the dogs and they need to ease up. You know what I'm saying? I'm with you, Patrick. Although I would say I woke up today, started to get the coffee going. I'm getting ready for the show. And Elise says, happy Father's Day. And I'm like, wait, what? And she's like, I'm like, you got a surprise for me? And she goes, no, you're a, you're a pup dad today. <laughs> so, uh, Patrick, we'll, we'll take it. And, uh, hey, maybe, maybe one day I'll be a real dad. <laughs> were you? Were you? Okay. I'll just, I'm just going to yeah, stop. We'll leave that. I'm, we'll yeah, leave yeah, that I'm going to chill. Yeah. It's Sunday. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's Sunday. But congratulations on what you're doing. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, Josh. Okay, Josh. Let's get back to the baseball board and run it here. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him. I love you, Josh. Uh, we're going to go <laughs> twins at the snakes, right? So this matchup today, and actually, you know, Archer, the twin starter today, he's at, he's been pitching well, but if you look into his numbers as far as like barrel percentage, hard hit percentage, his numbers, Archer, a, a little misleading. And then Merrill Kelly on the bump for the D-backs, he has given up 14 runs his last five starts. He started the season about as well as you can, Kelly, but he's struggled lately, uh, specifically against right, uh, really good lineups like the Twins and righties like the Twins. So I, I was looking at this. I saw a nine, so I was thinking and leaning over here, but it is essentially nine and a half across the board right now. But these are two teams, again, that look to mash. It's weird with the D-backs. The average isn't there, but the power numbers are there, and the Twins have a wonderful lineup. Yeah, and I think this line's a little bit too short here on the Twins here, Patrick. I'm going to lay it with Minnesota. Just from a line move you know, situation here, you did open very short, like minus 110 Twins. They're up to minus 115, so it's not a massively lopsided play, but movement and liability has been moving toward Minnesota. You mentioned Chris Archer. You know, I think you know, even though his numbers, his underlying metrics, maybe uh, he's pitching better than, or not pitching as well as his metrics show, but a 3.35 ERA, I think if the Reclamation Project member, the poor Pirates gave up a ton of capital here. It was Meadows, and I think it was last now uh, for Archer a few years ago. Again, gets hurt, doesn't play well. Twins pick him up. He's pitched pretty decent here. But a couple things I like about the Twins today, you mentioned righty-lefty splits. We have two righties on the bump with Kelly and with Archer. You look at the Arizona D-backs against righties, 21 and 27. You look at Minnesota against righties, they're 25 and 20. So this team with Minnesota as a favorite, they've done well, 26 and, and uh, 13 this year. As a dog, only 23 and 30 here for Arizona. From a system match standpoint, uh, Patrick, non-division road favorites. So the, we know the road favorites have done very well in general this year, but getting in that non-division situation because a lot of dogs in the division tend to bark louder than non-division dogs. Non-division road favorites, 128 and 64, 67%, 13% ROI. Also think you're going to maybe buy low on this Twins team because uh, they lost the first one 7-2. They went 11-1 yesterday. Again, this Arizona team, I think they're only hitting like 215, 220, Patrick, one of the most light-hitting teams mm -hmm. in baseball. 
I like the Twins here in a very short number. I can't disagree. It's 115 right now on the Twins. Let's uh, We sold it, so let's go to it. We've teased Boston Pavetta on the bump. It's interesting with this price, right, Josh? I got an opener right around 143 with Boston and Pavetta laying it there in Boston today. But, you know, you go up to 155. I see a number at 139. So the board is kind of – the market's all over the place with the pricing here. It really is, Patrick. So it tells me, you know, whether it's Billy Walters or some wise guy or wise girl out there, they seem to like the Red Sox today. So also at Boston, it's kind of a fishy number, Patrick. You mentioned another big line move. I think the story of today with Major League Baseball is I'm seeing like a ton of 20 cent steam moves in favor of one team. So just keep that in mind. Obviously, we want to get these numbers early, but there's a lot of big money moving these numbers today. But the Red Sox with Nick Pavetta on the bump was actually pitched very well. And they're seven and one the last eight starts with Nick Pavetta here. He's going up against Palante, who's got a 1.46 ERA. So if St. Louis, you know, and they won yesterday, they crushed the Red Sox. It was 11 to two. Arenado had a big game, but St. Louis has a better record. Their pitcher on the bump has a 1.46 ERA. Red Sox have a worse record and Pavetta's ERA is 3.5. So why on earth did Boston open only like minus 120 and they're up to minus 140? I see some shops even higher, Patrick. Maybe this thing gets to minus 150. So anytime you see that where like, you know, the other team's got the better record, they have the better pitching ERA, yet the line's going the other way. This just seems fishy to me. Like someone's much smarter than me likes Boston today. Good system match that I do like on this one, Patrick. Favorite off a loss who made the playoffs last year. You know, you're a favorite. You're expected to win. You're off a loss. So you're looking to bounce back here. And you made the playoffs. So it kind of tells me you got a pretty good team, pretty good roster. Those teams favored off a loss who made the playoffs. They're 129 and 66, 66% this year, almost a 10% ROI. So I'm going to sweat Pavetta in the Sox today. I'll lay that minus number. So the least surprising thing of today's show is that you're betting the Red Sox. Let's be fair. Oh, uh, yeah. Overall vibe. I mentioned you know, Devers and Martinez and Cora, Cora is a professional manager. They're going to be there over the last month. Maybe the best team in baseball, as far as records concerned, where's the vibe right now in the Red Sox? Oh, it's kind of on the upswing here, Patrick. And I'm just pulling up right now, but you look at some of these wild card standings. Like, are you going to catch the Yankees are down 14 and a half games? They're minus 1100 in division (laughs) Yankees. You ain't catching them. Yeah, so that's not happening here, Patrick. But for the wild card, I know it's kind of early to talk wild card right now, but the Red Sox are only a half game back of the Jays and the Rays. And right now, there's there's only a half game separating the Guardians, the Red Sox, the Jays, and, and the, uh, the Rays here. So targeting a wild card, again, I think this Sox team, the one thing you notice is that middle, that meat of their order, your Bogarts, Devers, and Martinez, they're all hitting like 330, 340. And when the summer months come and you start to feast on this bad pitching, I think this offense is really starting to kind of show up here a little bit. And I mentioned earlier in the show, but, you know, if you can get Chris Sale back, if you can get James Paxton to give you something here, again, you're not catching the Yankees, but I think the Sox could make it interesting here and maybe sneak into a wild card spot. Okay, Josh, I want to take a look. I know it's not on your list, but if you indulge me for a second, Texas at Detroit, 21 runs scored yesterday in Detroit at Comerica Park. Now, again, this is a historically bad offense with the Detroit Tigers. I knew Riley Green was going to give them a lift. He's their big-time center fielder, out the, the, the prospect. And I had friends texting me from Comerica, which is where the Tigers play in downtown Detroit, and they said the vibes were awesome Like as far as – energy and crowd. It felt like opening day because we actually have a prospect that matters and Riley green. And by the way, he was two for three with two walks. So he was tremendous, but this was a team that, you know, low scoring team in baseball, anemic 
historically bad offense, and they dropped 14 and combined 21 runs yesterday. I, I look for it to continue. I will say I bet eight, and I see most of the market now eight and a half on the over. You've got Dane Dunning out here for the Texas Rangers, a 404 ERA. He's one and four on the year. He is coming off his best outing of the year, the last time out against Houston, uh, six innings pitch, zero earns. I look at Detroit, Hutchinson, who's got a 4 5 Eight ERA. The problem with Hutchinson, Josh, is he doesn't pitch deep into games. He's going to give you two or three innings, and that's where the Tigers struggle as far as middle relief. The back end of the bullpen has actually saved the Tigers this year for what it's worth, but that middle relief, which I think you're going to see plenty of today with the Tigers, uh, I think the bats carry over. I like the over eight, but be careful because there are eight and a halfs out there as well. Yeah, definitely try to find the best number here, Patrick. I'm not going to try to rain on your parade, but the only thing I'd be a little wary of, and again, baseball is crazy like this, but uh, the Detroit Tigers are the number one under team in all Major League Baseball. I'm pretty sure of that they're 40 and 22 to the under. So you talk about that anemic <laughs> offense. That's something you got to be a little bit concerned about here, Patrick, but maybe your saving grace would be Hutchinson. Again, you mentioned ERA of around five, Dane Dunning, one and four, ERA of only 4.04. So he's been pretty decent here. But I'm going to back the Texas Rangers in this one, Patrick. Again, my condolences to your Tigers, but they open like minus 130 on the road. You're up to minus 140, minus 145. This is another one of those you know big 20-cent steam moves that we've gotten today. There's been a plethora of, of them kind of across the board today. But another interesting thing, I dialed this up, but uh, when you're on a, a, on a Sunday, a Sunday game, and you're coming off a loss, and you're playing a team who missed the playoffs last year, these teams are 66 and 33, 67%, 25% return on investments. So that's been a really, really good system. Again, it's got to be Sunday. You're coming off a loss and you're playing a team that missed the playoffs. So they're not that good. They've done great 67% here. So I'm going to back Texas in this one, Patrick Detroit. Well, they lose seven in a row. They finally got a win. Let's get back to the, that losing streak here, Patrick. Let's go Texas. And I will root for your over 21 runs. I'm just trying to ride the wave, the momentum, and it is going to, it's father's day in Detroit. Riley Green, it's it's going to be a great vibe there. So looking forward to it. quickly because, Josh, uh, we've got Wes coming up next. Josh likes the Rays. He's on the Giants today, the Red Sox, the Rangers, and the Twins. There's nobody sharper than Josh Applebaum. Maybe Wes. Wes is all over the place, and he's going to join us. U.S. Open, <laughs> of course, with Wes Reynolds next here at Lombardi Line. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. King of Sportsbook unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you're going to get those BetMGM Reward points. So again, like your credit card, it's a loyalty program. You make a bet, you get points, and you can redeem them online with the bonuses or convert them into comps at MGM Resorts Nationwide. It's the King of Sportsbooks. Nobody better. Make sure you check it out. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. 21 years or older uh, to bet. Okay. We welcome you back here. Lombardi line. Uh, Wyatt down in control room. Good job out of him. He mentioned the starter today, Dunning, for the Texas Rangers. Uh, he's got an ERA two runs higher on the road, which I like for that over eight Josh Applebaum, who's <laughs> sitting in for Michael Lombardi. I will say this is big news today at VEASAN as professional handicapper and legend James Salinas is in the studio. He's going to be live on the show with Femi coming up next. So we're excited to meet officially our buddy James Salinas, our teammate here. Another teammate is Wes Reynolds, who, if you just throw a sport, you could probably say pickleball, and Wes would be able to cap it because there's nobody that caps more than Wes Reynolds as we say, good morning, Wes, how are you? I'm well, Patrick. Please don't ask me about pickleball, though, this okay. morning. I, I haven't had time to brush up <laughs> late riser today. I will. Uh, can we talk about John Rahm? Because that 54th hole, that 18th yesterday, what a wild ride, right? Uh, Rahm, who was, what, had just birdied 17 and then a double on 18 to fall to three under and one back of the lead here. Yeah, and he did the same thing last year. He double bogeyed uh, the 18th on Saturday at Torrey Pines. That put him three back. Now we know what happened. He birdied the 17th and 18th in the final round and, and won the thing. And certainly in position to do it again. And, you know, has put me in decent position because, you know, having the top three going into the final round with Fitzpatrick and Zalatoris and also Rom. even though Rom is now in that second group and one back, if you said, okay, what's your gut tell you, Wes? I still think John Rahm's going to win this thing. Well, flex on him, Wes. You deserve to flex a little bit with the, you. I and remember you had Fitzpatrick, who's what tied for the lead. He did win the 2013 amateur on this course, right? Yeah, he did. As a 19-year-old, was a collegiate player at Northwestern and, you know, kind of fell off a little bit early in Saturday's round and then <clears throat> just kept grinding. And that's why I really liked him 
at, at this course, not only because he's won here before, but Fitzpatrick really has the game for the U.S. Open because this is not a guy that's ever going to win an event at like 25 under, you know, a birdie fest, boilerplate PGA Tour, DP World Tour event. But this is a guy that minimizes the mistakes, hits really good shots. And when you look at him, he's like 150 pounds soaking wet. But he's added a lot of length uh, on his drives. He was never really a long hitter. And now you look at, like, strokes gained off the tee week to week. He's near the top and hitting it out there with some of the bombers. Wes, I just want to apologize on behalf of, of all the NBA fans out there that we don't have a, a Game 7 here in the NBA Finals in Boston. And again, that's the theme of the day. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> we should have a big game to sweat tonight. But uh, I want to get your take, Wes, not obviously on what we saw at this playoffs, but we do have futures odds moving forward to next year. Warriors are the favorite plus 500. Boston's plus 650. You have some interesting teams here, you know, kind of at the top. Nets plus 700, Clippers plus 750, the Bucks, the Suns, the Mavs, the Nuggets, all 14 to 1 or less. And I'm not going to you know, press you on who you like next year, but do any of these teams interest you? Are there any teams that, hey, we're not really giving enough credit to? Like, I was throwing out the Nuggets there earlier. You have Jokic. Can you get some of these injured guys back? You know, uh, Portis and, and obviously, uh, you know, looking at, um, you know, Murray there. So do any of these numbers intrigue you? Are there any teams that we're looking out for? You know, the Heat are 14 to 1. Your thoughts going into next year in the finals? Well, Josh, I think that the rightful favorite is the rightful favorite, and that's Golden State, because keep in mind, you've got that young core at under 22 years old that didn't hardly play in the playoffs with uh, Kuminga and Moses Moody, James Wiseman coming back from injury. So if you add that to Steph and Clay and Draymond and Andrew Wiggins, they're the justifiable favorite. I'm a little shocked that the Clippers are so close in the market. I know Kawhi and Paul George haven't been healthy, haven't played a lot together, but that seems to me, I, I think that they should be a little bit longer on the board. They kind of got to prove it to me. In in the Eastern Conference, I think, you know, the interesting teams, I still think Milwaukee, Boston, you kind of throw a blanket over them and they're about the same. But if I'm looking at a long shot, kind of in that second column on the graphic, Maybe the New Orleans Pelicans at 40 to 1. Now, you're having to buy stock and kind of say, okay, is Zion Williamson finally going to be right health wise? Is he going to be interested in basketball as well? You know, where, you know, he really wants to put in the work and really wants to stay in shape and try to stay healthy as best as he can because they've got a good young core down there with Ingram. I think CJ McCollum has given that team some shooting and some leadership. And I was impressed with what I saw from the Pelicans in the playoffs in that series against Phoenix. I think they're on an upward trajectory for sure. Okay, that's next year. I need you to make me some cash today. So here's what I'm going to do for you, Wes. I'm going to throw a couple of matchups at you for the fourth round here at the U.S. Open, and I want to tell you, you tell me which way you're leaning. I'll start with Jordan Spieth and Colin Morikawa. They're 110 apiece. Which way you lean there with that matchup? Yeah, I, I did actually play a matchup with Spieth that was minus 110 against Dustin Johnson, and I would certainly lean his way as well. You know, you wonder how Colin Marikawa is really going to recover from what he did yesterday. He ended up at two over, you know, his playing partner, Joel Damon, who has never really been in this position before in a major championship, being the final pairing on Saturday and having the co-lead on Friday you know, he kind of hung in there. I know he fell off a little bit, but ended up at one under par, whereas Colin Marikawa 
absolutely took himself out of the tournament. And, uh, you know, I, I look at Spieth, and Spieth is one of those guys that will continue grinding a little bit. He shot one over yesterday. It's really been the putter, which has historically been the best club in his bag throughout his entire career that's let him down. But you look on approach, he's gained all week. He's gained all week tee to green. So uh, I wonder if Morikawa, how he's just going to recover from that disaster of a round yesterday where he started so well and it looked really promising. I would go with Spieth in that matchup. Okay, Jeff. Wes, I want to ask you, you you're, yeah, Patrick, I just want to throw this at Wes. Like, you know, what do you do this time of year when NBA ends? And a lot of times you, you people talk about, you know, gambler's holiday here where, you know, you kind of get, get, you know, dial it back. You take that vacation you get ready for football. What are you sweating on a daily basis? Are you, you know, full, full speed head with golf, you know, MLB, any MLB, pet, MLB bets you like today? Just kind of, you know, talk to us about this time of year. What interests you as a better? Yeah, I, I do the golf on a week-to-week basis, Josh, but that's something I can do early in the week and kind of finish my stuff and finish my card and then, you know, just observe over the weekend. But baseball, it's a little bit hit and miss. I mean, you I think unless that is your specialty as a better, 162-game season, you have to take some days off. You, you, you just can't. You just can't go 365 days a year. You're always observing. You're always looking, you know, at scores. I mean, I'll do that every single day, but that doesn't mean you're going to necessarily bet every single day. I mean, it is kind of nice that it slows down a little bit. Like now, probably within the next week or two, and I've been observing college football and paying attention throughout, but then, you know, over the next couple of weeks is really when I'm going to start to get into it, when I'm really going to start, you know, doing my research. Uh, I only bet like a couple games of the year line, so I don't go that knee deep into it. But, you know, where some guys are going to be coming out here and they're going to play 20 or 30 games. I'm not necessarily going to do that because, you know, I go year round with this stuff. So you got to make sure that you do take some days off and, you know, not have to get involved in everything and really recharge your batteries. He's lying. He takes no days off and he bets everything. That's, that's the answer. He's got an F1 podcast. He's on the, he's, he's literally, he bets everything. And by the way, Wes, the revelation the other day that you're a big days of our lives guy. And I admitted growing up that I was an all my children guy. I would like to clear one thing up when I was flirting on the air with Susan Lucci the other day, I did not realize she was 75. So I, Wes, if I could just well, clear that up, I want to be fair. Though. You got to give it to her. What's that? She still looks fantastic. You got to give it to her. Never would degrade Susan Lucci. It's just, it feels like 75 to 44. The range isn't going to work out, but Josh, are you a big soap opera guy? Wes revealed he is. What about you? Not big on soaps, but I would say Patrick, the great days of coming home from school. And me and my sister, we watched saved by the bell family matters. I mean, that was really my grind. Those are the best afternoon shows. Family matters. Did I do that? That That's Josh. Uh, Wes, enjoy your Sunday. My friend, thank you very much. You bet, guys. Thanks for having me. Okay, thank you, buddy. Josh, it was a pleasure working with you, my man. Happy Father's Day. Always a pleasure, Patrick. We had a great day here. You know, we had had a little bit of fun, and, you know, we talked a lot of of sharp bets, and I'm excited for you in this Aces game tonight, Patrick. I'm I'm with you. I'm sweating the over. Let's get the over here. And, you know, I got to throw one more at you. The Seattle Storm WNBA game starts at noon. You got only six minutes to get your bet in. Steam moves uh, to favorites here around 65%. Storm went minus one to minus three. Money line the storm, Patrick. And the invitation's open. If you and least want to get to Vegas, I'll buy you two tickets for the Aces game today. Okay? Ooh, can I get there in what do I got? Five hours, Patrick? I don't know if we'll make it. You can handle anything, Josh. It was a pleasure working with you. Thank you very much. Have a great day.
You too, Patrick. And happy Father's Day to you all. We've got a father coming up, Mr. Salinas and Femi as well, next here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. On Sunday, you can place a $25 one-game parlay on any Major League Baseball game, and you'll receive a $10 free bet that you can use on any sport regardless of your bet's outcome. Login bet's outcome. Login bet's outcome. Login bet's outcome.